0: Two sports fanatics, both with some background in MMA, looking to provide some of their thoughts on what goes on in the world of mixed martial arts. A jujitsu jitsu practitioner who is not afraid to get her feet up and provide a stellar knockout or get your jits on, teams up with the Fly Guy, a karate kid turned boxer who would enjoy putting you to sleep by embracing your neck. Tie the Fly Guy. Live from your favorite podcast station, it's Front Kicks and Throat Cuddles, Laurel versus Ty, and it starts right now.
1: Hey, FKTC crew, we are back for another installment of the Front Kicks and Throat Cuddles podcast. For those that were wondering where we were last week, we decided on a Twitter Spaces episode, and I would say it was one of the more entertaining spaces we have had. That makes no sense. This is what happens when I brush and write in my notes.
2: One Twitter space we have.
1: Well, we had a few before the podcast started.
2: Oh, yeah, but that's before the podcast. That's true. But it was still entertaining. Of course.
1: I think I pretty much, I almost forget what we. I think we had so many squirrel moments. Like, that's a good thing this isn't being recorded. Well, it is being recorded, but it's not going to go on the airwaves because it'd be heavy editing. This is our (laughs) chance to be our unfiltered selves without having to worry about editing.
2: (laughs) And you guys missed out if you didn't hear it. Yeah. Sad faces.
1: Yeah. Shame shame faces. Shame.
2: shame, shame.
1: Shame. Very much shame. So because in the Twitter spaces, we covered UFC Vegas 60, r recap um, of it, it was a wash in case. Now, you know what? Go listen to the spaces because I'm not going to spoil it all. We just pretty much talked about the Vegas 60 recap or the fights, Aldo's retirement and Holly Holm being in all, all orange and blue at the Texans <laughs> game. Ugh. Um, so hopefully this will be a short episode since we covered all that but then again every time I say that it goes for the standard amount of length because there's a bound there are three things that are certain in life death taxes and a few squirrel moments on the FKTC podcast
2: a few few squirrels a few
1: squirrels come into our heads We'll try not to, but that's going to be hard, especially because we're only doing our picks for UFC Vegas sixty one, and then we're covering like three to four news pieces. So it's actually pretty heavy. Um,
2: it's good. it's going to be heavy with the squirrel already. Oh yeah, because we're li- we're living squirrel moments.
1: We are living squirrel. We are living squirrel. Moments.
2: So think- it's- <laughs> But that's okay. I mean, I don't have a lot to talk about.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you have one big thing that came out that you showed me the other day, so we're gonna be talking
2: oh, yeah. about that. Um, big thing is right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it depends on how you look at it, but either way, uh, get, yikes! As I toss my phones that way, there's no static or no like interference when it mm-hmm. comes close by. Um, So here's what we're going to be talking about UFC 61 picks and there's a little news before then which we'll touch on here in just a second is Kevin Holland retiring (laughs) Gasp. and our habitual weight mister was finally released by the UFC (laughs) Um, and then you have your news with Helen Peralta does she have beef?
2: with the Disney company. Did and she really tape her nipples?
1: <laughs> That's the, or, or did she really tape her nipples? And then if we have time, which I'm thinking we probably will, mm-hmm. we have a UFC fighter that has made history outside of the octagon. Ooh. So with that said, should we cover our news first or
2: should we cover the picks? Let's go, you know, let's go through the picks. I think those are fairly straightforward. Sounds good.
1: All right. Okay. Then let's kick off episode <clears throat> 46 of the Front Kicks and Throw Cuddles podcast.
2: Woo All right. Woo. What am I doing? You okay. can't do a woo woo. <laughs> <a> what <loop>. about <laughs> what you
0: You know a what what or a whoop, whoop.
2: But what what means something different than whoop oop. That's true. So I should have given it a hound dog whoop, like a whoop whoop.
0: <laughs> ooh,
2: ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right.
1: Or you can or you could have go, 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 go.
2: Oh, I could have. Maybe I should get a bell, like a bike bell. So every time you say something that I like, want you to talk about, I just pat the bell.
1: Well, that's what we're gonna try to do when we get the synthesizer. we can do stuff like that. Oh. And maybe I can send you a synthesizer, so that way you can just, at the push of a button, do all
2: speaking that. Of, speaking of synthesizers, mm. <laughs> this is a true story. Okay. Friday night, a group of us went to the Incubus concert in Lincoln. Ooh, nice. And it was at Pinewood Bowl. And on the way to Pinewood Bowl is a Lee's Chicken. Okay. And Lee's Chicken has this gigantic rooster as their mascot.
1: Okay, I was gonna say, was it like a gigantic rooster you can eat, or like a gigantic rooster as like a, like a man man mannequin type of thing?
2: On like a, a statue. Gotcha. Okay. It's giant. It's the same size as the building. Okay. So we go in there, and this place has probably not changed since it was built a while ago as in long time.
0: Oh, boy.
2: And their music, which is really quite calming and pleasant, is a guy named Roger on a synthesizer.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: And he he kind of plays some little rock melody thing. And the guy, that maybe the manager or the owner said... Uh, Wait a minute, I have to look exactly what he said because I wrote it down. It was hilarious. 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 Not hilarious, but hilarious. Not, not he, hi, or ha. <laughs> so he says, put some distortion in the Leslie, Roger.
0: <laughs> what?
1: But some distortion in the Leslie, Roger?
2: What? The well, Leslie is the keyboard. Ah. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Got it. Got it. Sorry, it took me a while to think about that. Like, distortion in the Leslie. Ah, Leslie is the instrument that is being
2: used. That was some funny, funny shit. Put oh, some. Yeah put some distortion in the Leslie Roger. (laughs) Nice. Nice, huh? Okay. Okay. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. What were we we talking about?
1: We were going to talk about fights, but actually, you talking about music actually reminded me of something. So, before we came on the podcast, um, guys, give a special shout out and uh, rest in peace to Coolio, the writer of Gangster Paradise, passed away today. What? Mm-hmm.
2: I've gone the entire day, and no one has told me this.
1: It just happened. They just announced it like thirty minutes ago.
2: Hmm. Uh,
1: according to, I think it was TMZ that posted it. Um, he went to the ba- He was visiting a friend and went to the bathroom. Never came out. So his friend like looked and like sure should see if he was okay. And he was like on the floor non-responsive. They're thinking oh my. they're thinking it might have been a cardiac arrest.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. How old is this Julio?
1: He was 59 years old.
2: Oh, oh my gosh.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I thought he was my age.
1: Yeah, hey, you would think you would think he was younger. Yeah. Because it was like what in the 90s that he released Gangster's Paradise? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought maybe he would have been like in his 20s when he released that.
2: Yeah, no. What year did that Michelle P. Pfeiffer movie come out? Oh, um Eight Mile. Yeah. That came out in two thousand and two, I believe. Well, that's when he released that.
1: Oh, was it around then?
2: Isn't it? Um. All
1: right. Not that I'm getting. Oh, divide, divide, diverging from any talk about UFC, but this is important. So let me see.
0: Game. It came out. Oh, in 1985.
1: 1985? I'm sorry, 1995. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Oh. And then 8 Mile came out in 2002.
2: Oh, so they kind of remade it for the movie? Possibly. Yeah, it's
0: possible. Uh, Yeah.
1: Oh, actually, happened a while ago, but I just found out about a half an hour ago. Yeah, report. He reportedly suffered cardiac arrest. Yeah. So, for all those that are
0: listening this weekend, you need to play some Gangsters Paradise. Yeah. I know. I will be
1: bumping it on the way to work tomorrow, assuming I have the song. I'm pretty sure I have. That's my little news. Um,
0: other than that, if you're interested, nothing really happened. Oh, wait. Do I have a story? No, I don't think I have a story. I can't remember what happened. Um, my Sooners got beat by King, King. State.
1: Yeah, It was for Ugh.
2: Why? I, I, I
1: had a feeling it was going to happen, but because we can, we can never seem to figure out Kansas State for some odd reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so got that. The Phillies are in the thick of the playoff race. Uh, they're actually it's be- technically it's between your brewers and my Phillies for who gets that final wild card spot.
2: <sighs> Frickin' fingers crossed.: <laughs> We have had just a lot of ups and downs this year.
1: So we, we've had quite a few of them.
2: It's painful.
1: It is painful. Um, So
2: probably- And my football team.
1: Nebraska. Are we talking Nebraska?
2: Or the Broncos. Yeah, they've been a little sluggish,
1: but they're two and one at least. So they got that going for them.
2: I just, you know, 2015. When the Broncos won, that was a really a year of high anxiety because our offense was so bad. I feel like that's this year. Oh,
1: you're getting shades of 2015 right there?
2: Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, I feel you there. Like, okay, this is probably, I think they're going to rely on their defense a lot until Wilson gets it figured out, yeah. which will probably be a while.
2: Seems like it. I don't even know he's, who he's throwing to anymore. Yeah. Outer space.
0: (laughs) Outer space. All right.
1: Now that. (laughs) Okay. Are you, please, are you eating macaroni and cheese? I got to ask that right now. Mm hmm. I I am so sorry, but when I heard the noise of you stirring your macaroni and cheese, I thought of that vine where this guy's mom is like stirring mac and cheese and then he goes up into her ear he goes
0: that's what good pussy sounds like <laughs> she, can't. she had to pause because she was laughing or she's on the phone someone's on the phone
2: i didn't want you to hear those hacking noises i was making oh
1: did i make you choke
2: yes <laughs> kind of sick game is that All right. I don't know
1: why my mind went right to that video when I heard that like oh my goodness like no it's gotta be shared so there goes your explicit rating for the day mm. but before we have any more score moments I'm pretty sure we've had about like 15 minutes worth of score moments which is okay H- H- I'm okay
2: H- H- do our predictions
1: let's do our predictions UFC Vegas 61 before we get to our predictions this event is closed to the public and the media for the first so the first closed UFC event since I don't even remember
2: wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute
0: mm -hmm.
2: so I'm not going to get to watch it on tv
0: you'll get to watch it on
2: tv Oh oh okay so cuz i was like why are we doing this then <laughs> if we can't even watch it
1: you know the funny thing is that someone had tweeted that when they saw that it's like wait this means we're not going to watch on tv I'm like you idiot it means it's not going to be on tv, or, not gonna be on TV.
0: <laughs> see now you
1: got me thrown off it's just the media's not going to go to it and they're not selling tickets for it that's the only pro- that's the only thing they're still going to broadcast like although I could understand why people would say like oh they're not gonna broadcast
2: this like that's what I, what? Wonder, I wonder what? I wonder if Mark Zuckerberg rented it out for his like entire staff.
1: So Dana White mentioned on the after the Tuesday Night Contender series that the reason the event was closed was that he wanted to give and I put in air quotes, "The media a day off. the night, the night off, I should say. I'm like, what why would he want to give the media the night off? Later on, earlier today or Wednesday, whenever you listen to this, Mackenzie Dern met with the media, who is going to be the headliner for this event, said that the event was closed to the public and to the media because of Mark Zuckerberg. She's not sure if he's gonna be there or if it's <clears throat> his wife or whatever, but she thinks there's something. it has something to do with Mark Zuckerberg. A few hours later, Dana White uh, went to Twitter saying all that's completely false. Like, you're not fooling anyone, Dana. You're not fooling anyone.
0: You, you have a
1: chance to bring in more revenue, more money, and you're gonna close off everything, the media mm-hmm. and to the public make it make sense Dina
2: <laughs> he's a terrible liar
1: yeah he—he, he, I, I honestly say he really is like when he t- he's saying the truth like okay I get it but when he, when he lies like or when he says stuff like they're like eh, I don't believe it like just tell us the truth like we don't need this big secret just let it out <laughs> just let it go but, yeah, so, close to the public, close to the media, but we'll still get to watch it on TV.
2: Wait a minute. Did he have to refund tickets or anything? I mean, how far uh, in advance did he know? That's a good question, Something
1: that we'll have to uh, look up at some point. I'm pretty sure he knew far in advance. Um, but I, yeah, I wouldn't think that they'd start selling tickets. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, it would have gotten out. He probably should have refunded it if they put if they put ticket prices up and then he decides on Tuesday, oh I'm not going to we're not gonna open it up to the media or the public. Like he, if, if that's the case and it was already open, like he had to have refunded it before.
2: One would think. <laughs> he didn't talk about that though.
1: Oh yeah. Dana. Did you refund the people that bought tickets to the show? Right. No, I didn't. Like, That's a problem you need to fix there, dude. Right. But so that's a little bit of background for UFC Vegas 61. Um, So now we can get to the main event fights. Uh, There's a couple good prelims, but nothing that really stuck out. Mm -hmm. So nothing that's really worth mentioning. Although Shout out to um Rhino, who we had back on the podcast in January. One of the fighters he interviewed, Chelsea Chandler, is making her UFC debut. Um mm-hmm. she is from gosh, I think she's from the Stockton area too. I may be wrong on that. So she is with the she lives in the, she trains in the same area as the Diaz brothers. So
2: Fantastic.
1: Very fantastic. Um, so let's get to our first fight, which is between Mike Davis and
0: the name I can never seem to pronounce. Be Lashclab Warship.
1: That's probably his best I'm going to get.
2: Really? Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> wow.
1: Did I butcher it?
2: Likely, yeah, Likely. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> i I realized that,
0: um Like like
1: because I know he's from Russia, and some of the names are really difficult to pronounce. Yeah. It's, I, I think it's like the B's and the Hs and the CHs really throw me
2: off. Well, I think they can all mean <clears throat> they can be now na- pronounced different ways, right?
0: right
2: and then it changes the the meaning mm-hmm. uh, uh, maybe th- not though maybe not maybe i'm wrong it's weird like i cannot
1: pronounce this name for like me but i could pronounce habib naraga made off like it's no problem
2: right <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah that just rolls off your tongue though
1: yeah
2: these, that- these uh consonants are very sharp
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and Valentina Shevchenko is another one. That one rolls right off the tongue.
0: Yeah.
1: Although she's she's um she's from another she she lives in like three different countries, like Peru, Russian, and then uh Karastina, something like that. I might be
2: wrong. How, how is that possible? I don't know. I really have no idea. I wish I knew. But anyways, do you want to get us
1: started with this first fight?
2: This uh, Mike Davis and Vesha Slav Borshav. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this could be um, a little bit interesting. I Didn't we just watch the Russian guy? I think we did. Like not very long ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was like a couple months ago. I think it was like around
1: the
2: time we came back from our hiatus, he thought. Really?
1: I'm pretty sure.
2: Oh, my gosh. March 26th.
1: Okay, so that was, yeah, that was right before we were on our hiatus.
2: Yeah, Duka, um, Dukashi. No. Who is that? D-I-A-K-I-E-S-E. Oh, Mark Desecki? De Sikki. Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> <Woo-hoo. right. clears throat> Kashi's a cereal, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, Kashi is a cereal.
2: Yeah, I don't know how that relates, but. <laughs> so, March 26th. Okay. And he lost.
1: He did lose, I remember that.
2: In stunning, not stunning fashion. Yeah. But... yeah cuz it was by decision so he made it to the end mm-hmm. <clears throat> um i am unsure about this one okay but i think i'm going to go with davis okay
0: um yeah the thing the thing um i don't know
1: I just kind of, this one I just kind of like, I know a little bit about Bieschkalev. I don't know a whole lot about Mike Davis. Um, And <laughs> Buleshkev's last performance makes me think like, I don't know if this is gonna go well for him. So I also picked Mike Davis for this way.
2: Good picking. Yep.
1: Um next one is okay, so this one next one's between John Castanita uh, against Daniel Santos. It says it's at a catch weight. we you know what weight they're fighting at? Because I think these two are normally bantamweights. weights. So my guess is it'd be a 140-pound
2: catch weight. Uh 135, 136, something like that. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Bantam weight. Says it's mm-hmm. a catch weight, so yeah, I would
2: assume maybe it's around one forty,
1: or maybe maybe no.
2: It could oh, that they're fighting at?
1: Yeah, they're fighting in a catch weight belt.
2: No, I mean, you think they're fighting at one forty?
1: I would assume so because if they're if they're bantam weights, there's no that's usually like the middle ground between. Wait, what's the top? Ta-
2: What's the top end of a bantamweight?
1: The most you can weigh on a non-title fight is 136. For a title fight, it's
2: 135. 135. Well, Castaneda weighed in at 136. And Santos weighed in at 135.
1: Oh, that might be like old. That might be like what they normally weigh around.
2: Um,
1: oh. I'm going to see. <clears throat> I want to okay. see if they say anything about it. It doesn't look like they did. Oh, I must mention, now that I'm looking at this, um, <laughs> do you know what John Castaneda's nickname is? No. Do you want to know?
0: I have a feeling you're like, eh, I'm not too sure. Um yes. Uh,
1: <laughs> John Castaneda's nickname is sexy mexi. S-E-X-I M-E-X-I.
2: <laughs> I hate I hate life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She is not a fan of life.
2: Mm-hmm. Terrible.
0: Yeah, it's not really a very interesting name. Um, yeah, it doesn't say. Try to say, let's see, maybe if I type catch it'll find it. Oh, here we go, update.
1: Oh, I actually just read it, huh? Yeah, it's gonna be contested at a catch weight of 140 pounds. So that makes sense. Um, Oh, never was my first note. Castaneda has a very interesting nickname for himself. Um, So also for Santos, it's gonna be his second fight in the UFC, so I think he lost his debut. I might be wrong on that. I should have done more research. Oh, and I wrote down on my notes, catch weight, is it 140 pounds? Now it's confirmed, it is at 140 pounds.
2: Oh, okay then.
1: So. No,
2: no. somebody didn't make weight.
1: Um, Either that or someone, they know someone's not going to make weight. Because mm-hmm. I think that was announced. No, yeah, they announced it a day ago that it was going to be consistent at catch weight. So someone wasn't going to make weight. Right. Um. So I'm going to go with the weird nickname, Sexy Mexi. I'm going to say Castaneda wins this fight.
2: I had actually picked him as well. <clears throat> I remember the last time he fought, that was not too long ago, but uh-huh. he, was, he was good. Yeah. A I bit distracting. Not- a bit distracting. What did he do that was distracting? I must know this. Wasn't he one of, wasn't he a hip thruster? Oh, maybe. Mm
0: -hmm. I don't
1: remember watching the fight. So Uh, if I did, if I did, then like I can only contain, I can only hold so many fights in my head.
2: Listen, looking it up on YouTube to recap the moment, that's a, it's an NSFW. Ooh, ooh,
0: it's one of those not safe for
1: work. But don't
2: do it. Don't do it. NSFW. See, the
1: funny thing is when anyone ever tells me something's not safe for work, it makes me want to look at it even more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you can look at it even more. Just don't do it at work.
1: Oh, well, I don't look at fights at work unless I need to do my notes. So,
2: yeah, well, I'm just saying.
1: Oh my gosh! I just gave myself away. I actually do my show notes while I'm at work. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean to be perfectly honest, I do pay attention and I do take, I do take notes on what I need to do for my work. I'm also like take notes for work, write show notes, take notes for work, write up show notes.
2: It, it's a combo. It's it's like a little brain break for yourself. So. That- mm-hmm
1: see the thing is with work and i'm sorry i'm getting another scroll moment is that now that it's more like i don't know what the word is like i think the teachers i work with have a better understanding what's going on so i can do more the behavioral things if i need to Mm -hmm. jump in and then just like pay attention see what the student does but also like you know what, I need to multitask because I've got so much going on in my freaking life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's some things that need to be done and I can find like peace and serenity doing it at work. So sorry if I'm outing myself for doing some things that need to be done because when I get home, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I can't do this right now. <laughs> it at least gives me the moment where at least like I have the energy <clears throat> to complete what I need to get done and then right, are presto like ever, like my work's happy my the school's happy and I'm happy
2: so I think that's all that matters in life work-life balance right there yes I'm trying to find a better balance Mm
0: -hmm.
1: definitely been trying to find it ever since I student taught because I'm like this is too much and then now that I'm starting to find that balance like uh, well I still have that project I need to work on but and that's another thing I've been working on the project while I'm in school so I'm like hey, there's balance right there because I'll get in damn tired. Although before we're on the podcast though, I got a lot done with it. So I'm like, I was very proud of myself. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a actually- applause.
0: So
1: there goes my, there's my life moment in between scheduling fights. But before we dive deeper into the water, our next fight is between-
2: so. wait. Deep- wait. Did you pick, you picked the sexy maxi, right? I did. Okay.
1: Ooh. All right. So we have Sadiq Youssef versus Don shanae Wait, did I say that right? Sha, shanae Shanae-nay-nay. Shanae-nay-nay.
2: I, I like, I kinda like that. So Don, Oh my S- God, he has a zero inch leg reach. Well, they don't, I don't think they have any
1: data because this is his UFC debut. But they have his reach. His, oh, wait, let me see. He has no legs. Nah, there's no way. He's got to have legs. (laughs) No, he doesn't. So according to the, according to the internet, he doesn't have legs.
2: the ufc page Legree says zero inches
1: yeah i thought they don't have (laughs) see see the
2: things that you have arm length
1: what's his arm length
2: 66.5 inches
1: Mm. that's that's a featherweight that is short for featherweight usually featherweights are like 70 72 inches
2: he has super short arms he is going to get manhandled by Yusuf yeah see that now that
1: you mentioned his his reach advantage that right yeah. there confirms it I'm picking Yusuf to win this fight
2: yeah yeah it will it will be a cool story if he mm-hmm. beats Yusuf but yeah, this I is don't... a no-brainer oh definitely a no-brainer you got the
1: and the the weirdest thing is that yusef i think is i think he's ranked too so he's fighting someone who is making their debut as a ranked fighter that seems a little
2: that's yeah, like a number best.
1: 12 that's a oh you know what might have i think yusef's original opponent pulled out if i remember correctly
2: oh and so holy crap don just signed up for an ass beating i think so who does that?
1: I mean, any way to get into the UFC, I guess. <laughs> I mean UFC is where the money is, sadly enough. Like, hey, any chance to make your UFC debut and make twelve hundred dollars just to show up? I'm sorry, not twelve hundred dollars, twelve thousand dollars to show up. I mean, would you take would you take an ass whipping if you were gonna be paid twelve thousand dollars? It's kind of like one of those Twitter things that go on. And it's like, would you do so-and-so with your second mention for a million dollars? Like, first of all, you say, if you would do something for a million dollars, actually, I think the proper way of saying it is it, would you do, would you, you get paid a million dollars to do so-and-so with your second mention? All I have to mention is a million dollars, like, yeah, I, I don't care. I'm doing it. So, I mean, to get an extra twelve thousand dollars in your pocket, I take it It's more than I have right
2: now. Yeah, I guess they would mess you up.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Although, to be honest, to get to, if he if he loses the fight, he only gets twelve thousand dollars, and you figure like a half or maybe a two third two thirds. 75% of it goes to training partners, mm-hmm. all like nutrition things, stuff like that. So pretty much at the end of it, he's probably only going to see like maybe 4,000, 3,500 of it. But still, that I, that's more than I have right now. So I would take it.
2: Well, if we know Don's incentive, what is Yusuf's incentive to fight someone that was such a low rate, with with no name? That's true. I'll be interested to see
1: what the show uh, the show money looks like. Yeah, but yeah. So we're in agreement that Yusuf is going to provide an NAS
2: whipping. mm mm-hmm. Okay. First round TKO.
1: Oh, you're going first round.
2: Okay. Oh my gosh, yes. That kind of makes sense.
1: I put I put down second round just because I'm like, yeah, I'll give the guy a chance, but
0: <laughs>
1: you never know. <laughs> um next fight is between Rando. <laughs> I almost say I to say Ravioli for
2: some odd reason. <laughs> Ranoni Raoni. Rayoni. Yeah, I like that better. Rayoni. Rayoni, Barcelos
1: Barcellos versus Trevin Jones
0: mm-hmm.
1: at Bantamweight. Um, mm-hmm. all I have is that both fighters coming up losses. Um, Trevin Jones though has a 70-inch reach advantage, which is probably one of the longest in the Bantamweight division.
2: Three inch reach advantage.
1: 73 inch? Three. Is a three inch reach advantage? Oh 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 I'm sorry. His reach is 70 inches. That's what I meant to say.
2: Oh, yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. that's that, accurate. Ooh. Okay. I totally did
1: not write these notes correctly. Um, <laughs> although Rayoni Barca, Barcellos, mm-hmm. half of his wins have been by knockout or TKO. Um, so this is gonna be interesting. Um, I go with macaroni guy, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's not macaroni guy, or ravioli guy. I'm gonna Rich. pick, I'm gonna pick Barcaiolis.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of leaning that way too, just because I think the odds are more telling of what they expect this, or how they expect this fight to go down. Right. Anytime you get start getting a miscue like that. I mean, I've always enjoyed watching Trevin Jones fight, but Mm -hmm. I don't know know that he can do it.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. It's just probably one of those moments where like we'll see. Yeah. Um. All right, so our next fight is between Randy Brown and Francisco Trinaldo. At least those two names I can not pronounce properly. Um, I'm actually just gonna I'm gonna put it out right now. Trinaldo is a big time veteran of the UFC, but when I saw the when I saw the differences in the. Reach advantage between Randy Brown and Trinaldo, or when I saw the significant reach advantage, Mm -hmm. Brown has over Trinaldo, like it it was done. So I'm picking Randy Brown to win this fight.
2: Yeah, that's it. Randy Brown seems like a uh, no brainer. Mm -hmm. Um, Trinaldo has some some uh, jujitsu skills oh yeah i think the problem for him is that his takedown accuracy is so low what's his takedown accuracy 43 percent yeah it's not really good no but but you look at his striking accuracy that's not very good either 45 percent
0: oh interesting
2: So I think the fact that um, those things combined with, you know, he likes to, he, he focuses on the head for striking, Mm -hmm. you know, I just don't think that he's going to be able to get around the reach advantage that Randy Brown has. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing that you said, but I went around it. Mm.
1: <laughs> you, you provided more depth to it, which <laughs> is much, very much respectful.
2: Okay, thank you. I didn't want to, uh, you know, I didn't want to be... Hi, you're good. Hoity-toity.
1: Oh, you're good. I actually just realized that
2: the co-main event
1: was supposed to be between Cody, was supposed to be Cody Garbrandt's fight, I think oh. he he had the pull out. I don't remember why. Hmm. You know, let me look why i I can't even remember who his opponent was, to be honest. Um, it was like just very quick,
2: and I think they just announced it recently. Hmm. Let's
0: see. Yes.
2: So there's gonna be another fight added into this? No. no, they just I think they kept it the same. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, Cody Brown, Cody Garbrandt was supposed to fight Rainey Yaya, a Brazilian veteran who is five one and one is, has seven bouts. Um, but both fighters got hurt. Yaya suffered a neck injury last week,
2: mm.
1: and Garbrandt's um suffered. It just said suffered an injury. Doesn't say why, mm. what injury it was.
2: Okay. Um,
1: so. That fight will probably be rebooked at some point. Mm. Um, it's going to be a really big one for Garbrandt because if he loses one more time, I get the axe. Yeah. Um, so we
2: get to our main events, which... Wait a minute. Wait a oh, minute. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. When I have an idea, when okay. someone get axed, by the USC, UFC, mm. we say someone just got Aspen Lad. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. Although, do we really wanna say it? Because Aspen Ladd's reason for being cut, which we'll talk about here soon, was because she kept missing weight for the most part. Does, Co- does cody garbrandt really get that recognition but it's mostly because he has lost so many times
2: it doesn't matter if you get cut from the ufc you've been aspen lad
1: okay that'll be our <laughs> new thing then all right so our main event of the evening which for me has big time hard eyes and i think you know why but because it's a female main event, I will let you talk about it first.
2: Oh, my goodness. Well, Ty's love of his life, Mackenzie Dern, <laughs> is going to smash Yan yawn, yawn. No?
1: I don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm just going to say yawn, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I'm just going to say yawn.
2: Yes, that would be more respectful than yawn, yawn, yawn. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. do not laugh at that that's oh that's bad <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah it's probably s- something like that though could be and on yawn yeah i just go yawn
1: yeah the, the x throws me off so much
2: yeah we'll have to see
0: yeah well, listen, I'll listen out for it. Um,
1: so I guess that means you're going with Dern?
2: Yeah, I think that she's just been on another level lately.
1: Mm-hmm. It, it's that mom life.
2: Something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because I think she's only, uh, I'm trying to remember. She, she's been on a tear.
1: Mm-hmm. Her only loss over the last few years have been to Marina Rodriguez, but that was really that's just that was just a tough fight. Uh, And I think they were both like three and four at that time. uh Uh-huh. So McKenzie Durn, I think if Dern had won that fight, she probably would have been like really on the cusp of fighting for the title. Yeah. She went back to the drawing board and I mean
2: She's still gonna get there.
1: Yeah, I think she'll still get there.
2: Yeah.
1: Um but I think what's going to happen is if Jan can keep it on the feet, she has a chance. But Mackenzie Dern has been known to just bring it to the ground. And Jan has, doesn't have really good takedown defense. And she's not really good at, I think she had fought. and um, She got ground and pounded by the current champion, Carla Esparza, a little while back. And mm-hmm. so, if it gets to the grounds, that's not Jan's strong suit. Um, so I am also picking Kendy Dern because one hard eyes Just kidding. Um, but it's her it's her ground game. it's I think it's gonna be the deciding factor. I even said that Dern was gonna win by second round submission. I think this main event's gonna go by very
2: quickly. Well, If she did go, if she did get a submission on Jan, Mm. which I I agree with you, it would just add to her submission category Uh because she has no knockouts.
0: Oh, no, she doesn't.
2: My one worry with her, though, on this fight is that Jan throws quite a few knockouts. 47% 47% TKO of some sort. She has no submissions, So, yes, if Mackenzie can get it to the ground, there it is. Yep. So,
1: I'll be curious to see how what Jan's submission defense is like if it gets that situation. Yeah. Because I don't think I've ever, I, most of her fights have been by decision. And of course, she had the TKO loss to Carlos Barza. So,
2: Right, it's gonna be interesting. Um, and I yeah, still yeah. like her to win, though. Yeah, because even if she doesn't knock Yon out, or if she doesn't get a submission on Yon, she's still a a fireball of punches. So
1: she's a heartthrob of a fireball.
2: <laughs> I don't know uh, if the audience knows this or not, but do you like Mackenzie Dern. I do. Just something about it.
1: It's it's like that movie. There's something about Mary. There's just something about Mackenzie.
2: Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I mean, I'm not the only one. If we're being completely honest.
2: I I don't have a love affair with Mackenzie. <laughs> well, but, I I know
1: I know it's not gonna happen. She's <clears> a <throat> mother and a wife, so it's not like it's gonna ever happen in real life. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, she she's
1: kind of grown on me ever since she came into the UFC. So take that as you will. <laughs>
2: um. Point taken. Yeah. So. Yeah. We picked all the same people. Yep. And the entire left side of the card. Was
1: it really the entire left side of the
2: card? Yeah. Oh my goodness. So we're
1: we're going all red for this for this card.
2: Throw throw the money at it. Throw <laughs> some money at it. I, I might. Eh, I might do it. We'll see. No, we're not. We're
1: are oh, you telling the listeners to throw money at it
2: yeah yeah okay
1: all right so all right. No, if you, you don't if have any money <laughs> um i'm gonna be coming into some so we shall see but listeners if you are listening to this this is the perfect chance to go all red for the main event main main card full red Alright, so that does cover UFC Vegas 61. Um, so because we covered a whole lot and yeah, there's, uh, oh, there's no card next week, so we pretty much yeah. have. we're much just going to be talking about some news that popped up. So because I want to do ladies first, you want to, which what do you want to touch on first? Holland, Lat, oh I have a feeling we have to touch on Lad first because we've been talking about it throughout this podcast. So I think we need to talk about it first, mm-hmm. um, 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 unless there's any objections. Do I do I second? We
2: talk about asking Lad. She got what she deserved. <laughs> yes. So if you have
1: not heard, I believe it was Tuesday. No, it was today, wasn't It, it was Wednesday, wasn't it? i don't I don't have my photo. No it, it no, it was Tuesday. Kind of, it, yeah, it, it was, it, it was it yesterday. Was, yeah. It was so yesterday. Aspen Lad has finally been given the pink slip, something that, if you have been listening to this podcast and how much we despise that how much Aspen Lad has been a habitual misser and has been pulled out of fights, all I have to say is,
2: it finally happens. Round of applause to DW. Yeah.
1: And and that's another thing. We give Dana White so much shit. This is actually one that we give them a round of applause for because it was a long time coming. It needed to happen.
2: Yeah, I agree. If if it comes out. I mean, I won't even feel bad if it comes out in the future that she couldn't lose weight because of some medical condition.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, if you have that, you you should fight with less weight at a higher division, then so you have some wiggle room.
1: Dana White gave her a chance to fight. Gave her a chance to fight at one forty five. She fights to once at one forty five. Like, oh no, I'm gonna go back to one thirty five yeah Uh, like how do you not take that how do you not take that
2: even no matter what division she was fighting in she wasn't gonna rise to the top
1: yeah because she got stopped by Jermaine randomly in like 16 seconds
2: yeah so just just stop your career is that's done yeah and I remember watching the fight. I was like, "Okay, this like this should be interesting." Six like, "Oh, never mind."
1: Never mind. <laughs> and, and I think it had to do something with the uh, because it said that she did not do well on the weight scale that day. She made she made weight for that fight, but she didn't do she didn't look good. I was like, "Yeah, like you get knocked out like that. Something happened." And then she had a, her California State um, Commission license exp- um, revoked because she couldn't fight the state of California because when she weighed in on fight night she was 18 pounds over
2: nuts yeah so that's just laziness I I, I think so I, I
1: don't think she now if it ends up being a medical condition I will revert back to this podcast and say I am sorry for making fun of you even though you had a waitness. but i mean she has never gone public with anything so you have pretty much have to you what's the word you bring in your own theories on what happened and here on, on the fktc podcast we believe that she's just not trying
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think i think what was it a podcast or two ago you had mentioned that she had blamed her period for missing weight at one point. Yeah. Which I think is something like, well, uh, not being a woman, so I'm not going to touch upon it, but is that something that female fighters should be, should keep in mind when they're cutting weight?
2: Well, there's nothing you can do about it. Right. And you can drink a ton, a ton, ton of water, but that won't help you lose weight. Uh, I mean, some of it's just you're swollen. Yeah. I don't know how people do it. They got to be on some sort of diuretic or something.
1: Yeah, I would think so. It's weird. Or nutrition is on point.
2: But the other thing is you can be that physically fit and not go through a cycle. If uh-huh. your percent body fat so low. Right, that's true. Which which is what makes 135 so tough. Right. So our habitual
1: make weight messer is no longer in the UFC. And until she comes in the UFC or if she makes news in some other way. This will
2: probably be the last time we talk about her. (laughs) We'll probably win Bellator at 145. Probably. It's like, oh, "Oh, yeah, I'll go back to Bellator. I'll
1: go to Bellator and then I'll fight at 145. Like you could have fought at 145 in the UFC.
2: Yeah, but she doesn't think she can win at 145 in the UFC.
1: Nunez and who else? Who else is at 145 in the UFC? <laughs> I mean, you could throw Holly Holm in there every time, every now and then, but yeah, and there's uh Normal Dumont every now and then, but there's not really anything at 145. Um, okay. but oh, I just wonder, oh. Remind me when we're in the green room after this episode's over to ask you a question about something because I just thought of this. Okay. Um, so Aspen, that's done. Um, a little brief thing, Kevin Holland has hinted at retirement, although I'm not sure how much truth there is to it. Um, <laughs> I put down, he might be feeling some kind of way after losing to Hamza Chimayev. <laughs>
2: Um, he got so bad (laughs) yeah
1: Um, he went on Instagram and hinted it but I I have a feeling we'll probably see him with the fight announcement within the next four to six months
2: all these fighters before they retire retire are taking these crazy hard matches Mm -hmm. and losing yeah
1: Well, well to give Holland some I don't know how I would state this. It's really Hamzad's fault because <laughs> he missed yeah. weight and like, oh, like they they were going to fight a catchweight anyway so let's have them fight each other because they had beef backstage back that caused the whole press conference to be canceled, so.
2: Yeah. Might
1: as well have it happen. Like, like this is probably the worst matchup for Hamzat <laughs> Shemaya or the worst matchup for Kevin Holland ever.
2: Like, yeah. the minute
1: the minute they were going to touch gloves, like, yeah, this is over, like, <laughs> uh, I'm going to sleep for the next two minutes, and I'm going to wake up, like, palms out, wins by knockout, or wins out, wins by submission, like, I'm awake, there he goes, he wins by submission, told you.
2: <laughs> that's, that's brevity.
1: Yeah, I didn't really fall asleep, like,
2: it was so quick, I'm like, okay,
1: I'll stay awake for a little bit longer. Um all right, so our next news, I figure i let you touch up on because you're the one that brought this news to my attention.
2: Are we talking about the taped titties? Yeah, you know, we're talking about taped titties. Oh my gosh, who does this? We can't show our listeners. But someone entered the ring. Or entered the well. No, it wasn't the ring. What was it?
1: It was a, a weigh-in thing, right? It's a weigh-in.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um. Naked. With her. Cha-chas taped.
1: Wait, hold on. Uh, just, just, just for clarification. Was it? Was she just topless, or was it like full on? i didn't see the picture i saw the picture but i wasn't really paying attention
2: well she was topless um, but she had on shorts okay so she looked like a dude weighing in oh boy it was an orthodox weigh in protest at disney
1: Yeah, and what was um what what did the tape what did the tape say?
2: It said fuck Disney. That's the message <laughs> Helen Peralta displayed at Invicta FC49
0: mm-hmm.
2: official weigh-in's Tuesday. Very interesting. But she crisscrossed the tape with the message written on it and then stuck it on her boobs. Mm-hmm. But it's not the first time she's done this.
0: Oh, no. No.
2: Well, when did she do this before? Tough. Tough season 30.
1: Oh, the one that just finished, right?
2: Yes. Ah. Oh. Then how come no one was mentioning, you know,
1: Tough then? Or when when tough was on.
2: Okay, the thing is that Disney, ESPN is a Disney-owned company. Mm -hmm. So they cut that out of the film. Ah. Interesting.
0: So I guess Disney does not like showing the...
2: But the reason that she did it is she didn't make weight. Okay. And then they made her cut the weight and and weigh in again. So it Mm -hmm. looked like she made weight. Right. And she's she's batshit mad about it. So
1: let me see if I get this right. So she missed weight initially for the tough fight. Mm-hmm. And then she went to cut weights. Was the whole not wearing, not having a, being topless, was just so that she could make weight?
2: It doesn't say.
1: It doesn't. Okay. Something else to look up then. Very interesting. Um. Yeah, I when he said it to me, I wasn't sure what. I wasn't sure how to about it because i was like this is this is something else like this is for, like for the first time when news is brought to me i'm kind of
2: speechless it's interesting how manly she looks mm. if there's such a thing as that anymore you know
1: i mean a lot
2: people that's not a very good comparison
1: i mean you're looking at people on twitter that are calling megan anderson a man which is mm-hmm.
2: not cool But I, her sport though, requires that. I mean, the training and the diet and the, right. It a lot of times shows me that you, you know how, when you see a long distance runner in track, they have a certain body style. Uh That's really we could be witnessing a body style that's made for mixed martial arts. Right. Makes sense. I wasn't um, meaning that in any other way. Oh, no, I understand.
0: Um, Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess it'd be interesting to see if this story further develops, that if she provides an explanation, or if someone can provide an explanation of what happened, right? But
0: yeah, I and mean, that's all I've got. I oh, on this, on this,
1: on this part, on this. Oh. Um, story, oh, oh, just, oh 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 oh! I I I went a little. I got a little ahead of myself. Okay. Um. Do we have time for one more story we do
2: what's your story
1: um i'm trying to remember how to, i i remembered how to pronounce this but i can't remember off my head so i'm gonna try it try it out marina maria marina moros i i know moros um who is a one of the only one of the only ukrainian fighters in the ufc Mm-hmm. um made a little history on monday she went onto to her instagram to announce that she will be the first ufc fighter to pose for <sighs> oh my goodness i can't I'm going to say this on this podcast she is posing for playboy Crazy. which for those who don't know is a men's lifestyle entertainment magazine <laughs> but is mostly known for women being topless and for nude. Um, she becomes the first UFC fighter to pose for the magazine. She's gonna become a centerfold um, model for it. Um, there have been two UFC ring girls, Ariane Celesti and Brittany Palmer who have also posed for the magazine. Um, mm-hmm. Ma- Maria Moros states that her focus is on MMA, but that this was like a huge opportunity for her. Um, to me, it's an interesting move. Um, there's been like she's post she's post on Instagram and other things that there's been some modeling part into that. So I mean, I'm gonna say good for her. Becoming the first UFC fighter and breaking that barrier, in a sense. Although I don't know if it's really breaking a huge barrier. Um, and she actually kind of had a fight announcement tied in with that, because she said she is focusing in May. She is going up against Jennifer Maya at UFC 64, the weekend before UFC 280.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which we all know, Jennifer Maya is a former UFC title challenger. So, a win yes. against Jennifer Maya would be really huge for Moros's mm-hmm. career. So, as as a fellow woman, what are your thoughts on Moros posing for Playboy?
2: Um, I don't care. Fair enough. Good for her. Sorry, it was a slow news week. I was like eh, this. I mean, because it's it, it because it's no, set, I'm no, I'm be- not. I'm not. Cha- I no, I'm not challenging the fact that you brought it up. I just don't think it's a. <clears throat> as a woman,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I need to be careful what I what I'm saying, because. When Serena Williams did that Sports Illustrated cover,
1: which of oh, the swimsuit issue?
2: No, she did a well. She was sitting on a gold throne, and I remember looking at it and thinking, "Oh, the greatest female tennis player that's." In my generation, uh-huh. and she's overdone it. What uh, <laughs> she, what'd she did do? Her skin and overdid it. I don't think I ever saw that. Yeah, and I just was kind of turned off by it. But you know, I don't. I suppose it's probably not a big deal to do it. Playboy, if you're a UFC, if you're a female UFC fighter, I mean they'd hardly wear any clothes. Let me read it let not reiterate. Let me
1: counteract that and ask you this question. Do you think we're seeing more of this because these women want to be more body positive or is there something more to it? if that makes sense? the way I kind of see it is it's kind of like Moros is she's like a UFC fighter but she also does like part-time modeling yeah So this this is like being to model for playboy it's like one of the biggest things yeah I don't know could do yeah It, it I mean it may maybe not the biggest thing a female model could do but it's definitely on top of there, because, I mean, if you're a teenage boy, you probably remember your first Playboy magazine, and so it's going to be, like, there's going to be,
2: I'm, you know, honestly, I'm guessing it's pretty easy money, Mm -hmm. and would allow them to make easy money while keeping a rigorous schedule like a fighter does, right, right, it's probably a good
1: source of cash yeah and then you have first moros who hasn't really oh that hasn't really i have to see what she's ranked right now but she probably doesn't make a whole lot and that kind of ties in with the fighters pay too because you figure yeah. these fighters aren't going to be paid a whole lot so gotta find something i mean we have jeff neal who was waiting tables um and then you have like various sponsorships like you see oh who was it um earlier this year um you have uh justin gaethje promoting trojan condoms
2: oh yeah or the alcohol commercial
1: yeah you have conor mcgregor promoting his proper well Con mcgregor makes too much money so he doesn't really count so
2: no 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 um was it justin gaethje again did he have a second commercial out
1: Oh, yeah, him and uh, Michael Chiesa promoting Jose Cuervo.
2: Yeah, so I don't know. So,
1: yeah, I guess I mean, if it's help bringing in more money other than when you're fighting for me, yeah, good for Moros. For And if it will provide some more opportunities when it comes to her modeling in the future, I mean, that Playboy is a really good way to add to your a good company to add to your resume
2: yeah, yeah.
1: so I look at it as it like her just making money like being able to add a little more income um mm-hmm. I mean, I was- a
2: smart business because once you're done fighting you're like and you're not training at the gym eight hours a day you uh-huh. could easily lose your mind if you didn't have something else to do right exactly you have to have a job or or something Mm -hmm. oh yeah but you have no money coming in either so exactly there's always that
1: yeah so however much Moros can make from this whole playboy thing put it to the side and then pretty much can just when when the time comes to step out of the octagon you pretty much have that money to build off of right really to live off of
2: Right,
1: so I think, in that sense, good for Moros, um, and this is before the whole Playboy thing. I actually kind of like her because she is from Ukraine, and they like her country was dealing with all that and I'm not gonna get too political dealing with all that mess with Russia. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like. Anything positive to happen for someone who, whose home country is in Ukraine, good for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that doesn't really connect, but. I think I remember one of the times that, yeah, I did bet on the UFC. I actually bet on her to win, but I used that winnings to donate to, Actually, no, I'm not going to get into that because I know a lot of people are going to come into my DMs or mention me like, you're such an idiot. Like, <laughs> eh. oh, well, I'll, I'll tell you off screen, so. <laughs> um, but with that said, that's all I got. All right.
2: That's Bye-bye. all I have too. Crazy.
1: So we're going to go our... Oh, before we go though, I'm trying to think of how I can word this. Do you follow a lot of accounts on Twitter that are big UFC fans or MMA fans in general?
2: No, and it's my fault. Okay. As I. I am not good at following people back mm-hmm. and I should be better about that. But right. if, if you're someone that goes on there and just retweet tweets, everything, and doesn't really have original tweets, I don't, I don't really follow. Right. Makes sense that because I, I usually turn off all retweets when I follow someone mm-hmm. and that takes a little like that added step takes a little little bit more time mm-hmm. so a lot of times I don't follow back gotcha <laughs> makes sense it's, it's not a very it, maybe it isn't nice but
1: no I understand that um, I only ask that because usually sometimes when there's no UFC events, like, yeah. UFC, like MMA Twitter loses their freaking minds. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, and they're like, they're so, so depressed that they're like one week of the UFC. Like, UFC has an event usually like 45 times out of the year, 45, 45 weeks out of 52 weeks, roughly, maybe more, maybe less. and you're complaining about not having it for one week, like relax. There's other events you can explore. You can go out in the world and do other stuff. You can (laughs) hang out with friends. You go on a date. Right. I'm gonna say, go get freaking laid, Jesus Christ.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank goodness. I don't follow a lot of MMA fans then, geez. Sadly, I I'm do. Saving so. myself some heartache and cuss words.
1: <laughs> but next week, there's not going to be another card again. So I expect
2: a lot more complaining. Maybe uh, two week, maybe two it, maybe three I'll weeks, two i follow some of them. Go,
0: yeah. <laughs> well,
2: step into my world.
1: Who would I have to deal with on a non UFC fight week?
2: I don't know. Is it really such a great idea?
1: depends on who you follow really <laughs> um but anyways so what's the video we're going to do next week because i think we're still trying to figure out a couple things
2: well next next week i might um i'm in arkansas okay so maybe maybe we have a bye week
0: oh
1: actually no that would probably be the best idea because and here's the reason why oh so for those who do not know I am still working on this final project fingers crossed the first due date of this term of this upcoming term is October 6th so Mm -hmm. I would love to spend this next week kind of just focusing on that so I think I think we're going to take a bye week I'm good Taking for a, week. yeah. If 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 you're traveling and I need to focus on a big project, we're gonna take a bye week. So, um, and I don't even know what the next card is, which we'll discuss later. So next week, the next time we're on, we will cover. Um, we'll cover this UFC Vegas sixty one. I think the next one is Vegas sixty two. Hmm. So I think it's between oh Viviana Arujo versus Alexa Grosso, if I remember correctly. I think that's the main event. Excellent. Oh, also a big thing I want to point out are all the MMA Twitter haters who have mentioned, oh, we're getting like four straight weeks of no UFC of boring UFC or no UFC because the main event of these next two cards are featuring females. Like, get out of here, dude. Come on.
2: No, yeah.
1: who who's there are some people I've seen that have said that. Yeah. It is ridiculous. They like, oh we're not watching the card because we're not watching the card or we're not interested because the main event features a women's fight. Like that's what I gotta say to them. Yeah. Which no one's gonna see that so yeah only it makes me feel like i flipped off laurel but i didn't know i (laughs) flipped off laurel you didn't it's just more of like a a nick diaz like (laughs) i i I would do the double fu okay the double
2: Um,
1: views yeah but i mean if you really don't want to watch these fights then Retract back to what I said 10 minutes ago. Go out with friends, go on a date, or get some action in. (laughs) But with all that said, yes, if you have any questions, any suggestions, any requests, anything along that, you can reach us on our podcast page at FKTC Pod or reach us individually. Given it is safe for work, although lately we have, lately here, we haven't been safe for work (laughs) in a sense. Um, You can reach Laurel, get your jits on at Rain Basin. You can reach me, Ty at TyFlyGuy15. But until then, protect your faces from Laurel's kicks and protect your throats from my throat cuddles.
2: And what is the number one golden rule? Never leave the decision in the hands of the judges. That's right. That's right. And on that
1: note, we will see you in two weeks for Tie the Fly Guys birthday week. Because we will have a podcast as we cover the cover UFC Vegas 62 between Viviana Rujo and Alexa Grosso. So we'll, I'll just do a little diver a little dive into that card and see how it looks. Nice. But until then, hope you all enjoy. Tr- yeah, please try to enjoy No UFC next weekend. But until then, we will see you all in the third week of October. Bye! It might not be the third. Is it? Thir- no, it, it will be the second full week of October. So we'll see you in the second full week of October my apologies. And now we can say, bye.